Hello, MavMind Collective, and welcome to another episode of the HypnoSales Show. Today, I'm going to be talking about email text body language. So I'm really excited to share this lesson today because it's something that I believe I came up with. I've never seen this written anywhere else. Um, and so it's something kind of a unique secret that I figured out and I've used and I've taught many other people since I figured this out. So now I'm finally releasing it in this video today. So I'm glad you found it. And hopefully this is something that's useful. If you haven't subscribed to my channel, please think about doing it now if you want and sharing this video with someone else afterwards, because I'm going to reveal a few things in here that are pretty unique uh, to this training and something that I think could benefit everyone in a customer facing role, especially if you're sending prospecting emails and trying to get people to respond to you, you can use what I'm gonna share with you today in this lesson. So I'm really excited to share this. Okay, so the reason I came up with this was uh, early on in my sales career, being an SE, being a professional services person, you know, customer facing roles that I had early on, um, I was always in front of them in person. I was always flying out and meeting them in person in their conference rooms, training them or teaching them or demoing to them or whatever. And I started to notice body language patterns and behaviors during the meeting. And then I started reading up on body language and realizing that some of these uh, behaviors meant something. So if you're not into body language, you should get into that if you've never heard of that. Hopefully you've done some study yourself. If you've been in sales for a while, you probably have already done that. Um, but I would notice certain behaviors, like for example, uh, uh, let's say I'm presenting to one person that's inviting me in and they invite 10 other people to the conference room, to the meeting, and they're all going around the table, they're all seated around the table, and I'm in the front and I'm presenting to them. The person that, I, that was conducting the meeting and kind of introducing me might be sitting over here, but during the meeting of about 60 minutes, I would notice several times there would be a person on this side of the table that when they changed their position in their chair or when they changed the uh, way their body was positioned or their, they would move their, put their hands behind their head or they'd cross their arms, they would perform some kind of a gesture or do something where they would change their position and do a, exhibit a different body position, I would say, right? Body position. And then as soon as they would do that, I would quickly notice that the pe person on either side of them would also then assume that same body position. And then the person next to them would assume the body, and it would just go around, boom, 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 like a domino all the way around the table. So if the person put their head behind their head like this, like a thinking cap, and they were just like, hmm, then everyone would start doing it, and it would trickle around. And then if they suddenly went like this, and started stroking their chin, then suddenly one by one, like a domino, everybody would start stroking their chin or putting their hand in their face like this all around. And I noticed this and I realized that this body language, this is the real thing. We're communicating with each other subconsciously with our body language all the time in these meetings. And then as I progressed in my career, we started using emails more and I got brought from the outside team into the in, what's called an inside sales team. When you're brought on the inside sales team, you're now doing everything on the phone and everything on Zoom. Now, back then we had WebEx. I don't even think we had Zoom way back then when I was doing it. We had WebEx, but most of the time it was, you would have phone calls with people. And if you got on a WebEx, it was because you were gonna demo and you didn't really ever turn on your cameras. If some of you that used WebEx way back when, more than 10, 15 years ago, you know, when it first came out, you didn't turn on your camera. You couldn't see 
by the way. So the only way you could really communicate with your prospect, and I think even today, the primary way, the primary channel that we communicate with our prospects is through email. And those emails, um, uh, I started to notice that the emails had its own sense of body language. The, the text of the, of the email, the email text had its own body language. So that's why I came up with this. I started to notice that. And then I started using that knowledge about assuming that I recognized that body language. I would use that to my advantage to communicate better with my clients and prospects, build more rapport, get them to make decisions faster. Could get If they went dark, I could get them to respond to me. They could respond back to me because I would manipulate the email in such a way and write it in such a way that it would cause them and provoke them to respond because I would play into the body language that the email had. So I want to share that with you today, the secrets here. So if you're on the podcast, I've written down representational system, mirroring and matching. Those are the three topics we're going to talk about today and how this works. Okay. So first one is representational system. So what this is, is you might've had sales training on this. It's called VAK or VAC. It stands for visual audio and kinesthetic. So kinesthetic, um, is touchy feel like I need to feel it. Uh, audio is I need to hear it. Visual is I need to see it. Okay. So guess what? In all the emails that you receive from someone, from a prospect, customer, client, and all the emails you send to them, you're communicating either a visual preference, an audio preference, or a kinesthetic preference in the language that you actually use, the words you actually use. And an example of this would be, uh, if you if you haven't never had this kind of training before, it's very simple. It's think about all the words that are referred to visual things or visual aspects of things like look, see, um, uh, shiny, uh, bright. Any word that kind of describes something visual is uh, considered a visual word. Um, and if you've ever responded to someone or sent an email to someone and they responded to you with looks good, that looks good. That means that they're a visual, they have a visual preference. They're using the word looks good versus have you ever had this one? Sounds good. Someone respond to your email, they reply back and they say just those two words. Sounds good. Like you offer, Hey, I think we should have a meeting tomorrow. Sounds good. That's what they respond with. That is a, an audio word. That's an audio preference that they have. So that's like the body language they're, they're, they're kind of representing to you is either a visual or an audio or kinesthetic is I get it or I get what you're saying. If they say I get what you're saying because to get something, to go get something is means like to physically grab something, right? And they're just saying figuratively, I get it. I get what you're saying. I get what you mean. So that they're kinesthetic, that's the preference. So I look for these words in the body language of the text when I receive an email from someone. And then I go through and I see which words they prefer, which types of, do they say the, look, the word look and see a lot? Do they say hear, I wanna hear what you have to say, or I can't wait to listen, or they use you know hear and listen, they use those words maybe. And there's like hundreds of these kinds of words that qualify, in my mind, qualify for visual and audio and kinesthetic type words. But you look for these words in the body language. And then when you reply back to that customer or prospect, you simply make sure that you use those same words in your response back to them. So you're basically starting to mirror them by using the same words because you want them to feel comfortable 
using that representational system that they're used to. That's what their preference is. So you want to match and kind of align and become congruent with their particular representational system. So in other words, if they use a lot of audio words, then you want to avoid using visual words in response because they're not going to relate to the visual words in response as much as they're going to respond and, re and kind of relate to the audio words that you use back to them. So you kind of give back to them what they're giving you from an audiovisual or kinesthetic word perspective. So I hope that makes sense and you should try it. Just, just look for those words in the email and if you see a bunch of those, then uh, then you can respond. And I'll do another video. I have another video because I have a great story that a lot of you, I've told a lot of you that are watching this video now um, uh, about using that representational system. And we'll go more into detail of the VAC system. But just understand from an email text body language perspective, there are those audiovisual words in there and kinesthetic words in there. You want to find those and then reflect those back to them and mirror them. Mirroring is the second one. Now there's other things you can mirror as well. So I have a few sub bullets here for those that are listening on the podcast. Um, the first one is greeting. Okay, greeting. That means however they greet you, you want to you want to greet them back in your response with the same greeting. Just use this copy their greeting and send it back because everyone has a certain body language in their text text body language they exhibit when they write their greeting. So you want to make sure you use it back and mirror it back to them. So if they say hi and then your name or they say hello and then your name or they just put your name comma or, or whatever, like whatever they, or the at sign, maybe they use the popular at sign and they, then just make sure you do it back to them the same way. And you start the beginning of your email greeting them exactly the same way they greet you. Okay, the right format, everything. Then the second one is formatting. So how are they formatting your email? Look at the format, look at how much they indent. Look if they have spaces between each word. Um, do they have a sentence on each line? Is it separate? Is it big and boxy? Is it just bulky? Is it real lot of white space? Do they double space between, like look for all those formatting type things and then make sure your response email mirrors exactly their formatting. Use the same formatting back to them. Because believe it or not, when they see that, they're gonna, they're subconsciously, they're gonna feel like they relate to you more and you're gonna get rapport with them more and they're more likely to continue responding with you because you look like them, you remind them of themselves. And all of us like ourselves more than we like other people, believe it or not. I like other people, you like other people, not as much as you like your own ideas and your own self. So we like our own formatting and when we see uh, something response come back that has the same formatting as what I sent out, I tend to relate and go, ah, oh, okay, I like this person. It's just subconsciously. I'm not even aware that I'm doing it. None of us are, but that's what's happening subconsciously is we, we see that formatting come back to us and we go, wow, and we latch on. We're more likely to respond again and to continue the conversation through the email until finally I talk. And then I can mirror and match them audially when I talk to them. But in the email, you have the advantage if you spot this formatting and match it. Now, the last part is the salutation and signature. So how do they say goodbye? How do they give you a salutation? And what does their signature look like? And whatever they have in there, just format your email to look like their signature. Format your salutation to look just like their salutation. If they say sincerely, you say sincerely. If they say ciao or bye-bye or thank you or cheers, whatever it is, copy that word and do it the same way they do it. And if they shorten their name to like, like if I were Maverick and I shortened to Mav, then you would want to short yours from Frederick to Fred 
or from Charlie to Chuck. You know, shorten it down and use the nickname because that's what I'm that's what I'm doing in my email. So you want to match my salutation and my signature if you can, because again, it's going to feel familiar to them when they come back. And then if it's known and familiar in the subconscious, it's very positive and they're more likely to respond to you. So that's the second part here on mirroring the, the sub-bullets I want to talk about. And then matching is the third element that I've discovered about um, body language in, in text, email texts. And matching is a little different than mirroring. Matching is more of like copying someone's style or someone's phrases or preferences. Like you're copying what they're doing and kind of doing it in the same way without um, without exactly mirroring them. Like you're not copying exactly what they're doing and uh, but you're kind of following the same format. And here's a good example that I've seen and I use. If in the email, let's say they start a word about halfway through their email, they say, since I'm doing this blank, 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 comma, therefore I am going to do this, blah, 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 blah. Like in other words, since I'm in a kind of in a bind right now and I'm having some trouble, comma, therefore I'm looking for a solution similar to yours or something like that. So let's say they use that kind of phrasing, okay? It's not format, it's more of a phrasing of their sentence. They, they start with the word since or because something's happening, comma, therefore I wanna do the thing. And let's say they use that in the middle. Then what, that, what I would encourage you to do is to make sure that in the middle of your email when you respond, you, you actually have a sentence that says since something that you want to tell, tell them about, since you've responded to me, for example, since you responded to me, therefore I'm sending this email now to respond back to you, Hope, hopefully you get it. You know. So in other words, whatever you're communicating to them, you're using the same phrasing, since, comma, therefore, that sentence structure or that phrasing. If they also, if they say, um, obviously, let's say they start the word obviously, comma, I would like to talk to you about your product. And then later on they say, obviously, I may not have enough budget for this. So let's say they use the word obviously twice and they begin the sentence. Then I would say, you should do the same thing. Obviously, since I am a salesperson, I need to charge you something for this. It's not free. And obviously, I've worked with people like you and I know that you know, we, we're going to negotiate on the price if, if this is something you decide you want to buy. So in other words, you're going to use the word obviously or whatever the word that you see they repeat over and over again, use it and you repeat it over and over again as well and match their phrasing and max, match those word preferences that they have or those style preferences that they have um, throughout your email. And again, they'll see that and they'll go, ooh, and they'll subconsciously relate to it and it'll mean something to them and they're more likely to respond and have rapport with you even before they talk to you. If they're initially talking with emails, communicating through emails, they're more likely to finally pick up the phone and talk to you because they're already relating to you because you're reflecting the body language in their text back to them in your email text body language. I, I know this was helpful. I know this was insightful. There's some secret stuff here that you've never heard before because like I said, I created this and discovered this and figured this out and I've been training this to a lot of people since I've discovered this many years ago. So I know you found value in this and I look forward to seeing you share this and subscribe at mavvine.com and, and my YouTube channel and my uh, Instagram channel and my Facebook channel. And I look forward to seeing you on the next Hypno Sales Show. Until then, have a great rest of your day.